Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Hey listeners, Uh, this week I wanted to share something uh, pretty special and or something that means a lot to me. So my friend Rayanne is one of my besties and she recently got diagnosed with breast cancer and she is trying to eventually start a family. And so she needs to get money for egg retrieval so that she can make that a possibility before she has chemo and a full mastectomy. Uh, I'm going to share the GoFundMe link in the description. As always, uh, it is up to you to donate if you'd like to, um, but that is my house updates for this week. I hope you enjoy the episode. Today's episode is special. It is on hump day, which is for Forbidden Bingo, which is my friend DJ Rockstar Aaron, who hosts Forbidden Bingo, ForbiddenBingo.com. And it is my unofficial slash official slash unofficial sponsor of Please Don't Kick Me Out. I hope that you guys enjoy the episode and I hope you guys have a lovely day and I will see you on Monday for a brand new episode with Monique. Hey, how's it going? Hi. I am so excited to have you finally on the podcast. Thank you for squeezing me in. Of course, to my listeners, this is Please Don't Kick Me Out, coming to you with a very special episode on a Wednesday. Happy hump day. Today, I have my unofficial, not sponsored uh, podcast guest, DJ Rockstar Aaron. Aaron, would you like to give your elevator pitch, your 30,000 foot overview of who you are? Hi, my name is DJ Rockstar Aaron, and I'm a DJ. I love that. And so you and I have crossed paths pretty much being, I'm, a lot of my listeners know I'm from Denver. Um, I haven't lived in Denver for about three years now. Um, coming up on three years, man, I miss it. But uh, you um, kind of, that's one of your home bases, correct? Yeah, I live here in Denver and I travel a lot. That is true. And you, like, I think when I first saw you I don't know did you ever DJ Mile High Spirits or maybe it was Blake Street Tavern that's when I first saw you hmm I don't think so but I go out a lot so luckily my bingo nights end early and I get to go out after work and like the private parties they're all done by 11 or 12 so I go out to clubs afterwards yeah and I used to be a frequenter of Milk Bar actually so maybe it was there who knows (laughs) Yeah. So uh, you've been doing something really cool, which a lot of my listeners who've been listening for a long time, or if you're new here, um, this is, you know, a podcast about imposter syndrome, meaning the fear of not fitting in being found out to be a fraud, but we're doing something a little different today with the format. I am giving Aaron the space to promote their bingo because the bingo game that I've been playing for bidandbingo.com every Thursday virtually has been so much fun and I've gotten so many more people to play. Would you like to elaborate? Yeah, so we've been doing Forbidden Bingo for the last nine years. It started in Denver, and when the pandemic hit, it became virtual, um, well, like every night of the week. But um, once things opened up, we just 
scaled it back to one night online and you could play from anywhere with anybody and um yeah we don't charge to play anymore it's free the bingo cards are free it's free to play but we will beg everybody for tips um and just a disclaimer if you decide you don't want to tip us i probably won't send cards out um <laughs> again and your prizes won't be shipped out either um just a little disclaimer so um but it's a lot of fun and you get to meet a lot of people from all over and um the prizes are top quality toys, yes. adult toys. Yes. And that's something that I always loved. I do believe I actually played it when I lived in Denver. And it's funny because my friend Ashley, right before I moved, I we played your game um, one more time before I left because she and I usually play Charlie Hyde's bingo. And she was like, oh my gosh, I think I won something once in Denver for one of these. And so yours is the original, the original and the longest standing, uh, if I, you know, if I had to, had to guess. Um, and, you know, you're someone that's been in the scene in Denver pretty much all over forever. And you um, are someone that I got so much comfort the first time I was brought in to play the game. I didn't even know this was something that you were doing. I don't even remember at this point when I started playing, but all I know is that Thursdays, it's non-negotiable. I have to be at my computer and play. Although yesterday I had to leave early because I got very hangry and needed to eat a steak. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, and so the good thing about your game is the accessibility, um, the, the free aspect. And so, uh, you know, tips are highly encouraged. And Aaron's absolutely right that they are top quality 18 plus, um, you know, forbidden bingo, it would imply that they are sex toys or toys if you must. And so um, we discourage children from playing, right? Yeah, it's not a all ages game, which of course, kind of is sad because we can't have more people because I know there's been a lot of online bingos that will have like 150 people, but you know, half of them are children. So um, we always have a intimate amount of people between like 50 and 100 ish. It always looks like it's a lot less because there's multiple people in the same house usually. Mm -hmm. So it counts as just one on the zoom thing. But um, yeah, we're very happy because it could we could have a little more um, personable time. But yet our games we people want to play bingo. So we got to get through the game. So um, we have a lot of games to play. And if we start running behind, it's throws things off so we try to be just as interactive as as we should we can't really be have full-on interviews because people want to play bingo and people usually don't want to sit for more than two hours maximum um so uh we do try to interact with different people and stuff as the game goes on yeah, that's one of my favorite aspects of it. And I, I would consider myself a virtual bingo connoisseur at this point. You introduced me to a new one that I really loved, which I'm definitely planning to play again, which is Linda's, um, which is with a lot of fun uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Um, but I, I think what I love about yours is the interactiveness and this close-knit family feel. And I've been able to make friends from it that I wouldn't have otherwise had. And I'm able to reconnect with Denver, which is um, you know tattooed on my left bicep. I have the skyline. It's always with me, but it's nice to have that 
piece of home because now I'm in Hawaii, which is so far away. Um, and I miss it, you know, but it's just nice to have something like this that brings community, especially as things are, you know, unfortunately seeming to lock down again. It's nice to have these virtual things. So as I've mentioned, and I've, I put a promo in every single episode, it's forbiddenbingo.com. But Aaron, I want to ask you about your DJ career. So how did you get started? Well, I got started because I was working a corporate job overnights and I had Thursday and Fridays off. So um, I would go out to the clubs and hang out and just, just I started dressing up because nobody would really dress up in Denver. Denver is very leisurely. So mm -hmm. I just decided to just dress up like a maniac and um, go out and just terrorize everybody. And um, then I was like demanding, you need to pay me to be here. And the club owner who was friends, was friends with was like, well, you have to sell bottle service or you have to be a bathroom attendant or a DJ. And um, the bathroom attendants like a, um, it's very hard to get into to be a bathroom attendant. There's like a long waiting list. But I did, mm -hmm. get, I was able to fill in a couple times to be the bathroom attendant. And um, it, it would pay really good money, but um, it was kind of nasty. So I was like, well, I think I want to be a DJ because I was a DJ before in radio in mm -hmm. um, a long, long time ago. So um, the club owners were at this club called La Rumba. We're opening up a club called Rock Bar. And they're like, we want you to DJ at Rock Bar on Wednesdays. I mean, I like Wednesdays. Today is Wednesday. Um, but I'm like, no, I, I can't. I'm not available Wednesdays. Um, Thursdays. And they said, OK, yeah, we'll have you DJ Thursdays. I said, OK, sounds good. So I started DJing there on Thursdays and going out on Fridays um, still and then working my overnight job. And then one thing led to another. I was using all my vacation time for one-off DJ gigs and guest spots. And the next thing you know, I eventually got laid off and my DJ career took off. And then uh, the economy tanked and I found myself DJing in like every little place you could that would book me because mm -hmm. they wanted to just book somebody and nobody would show up and they're like we can't afford to have you here i'd be canceled three months later and it just happened and then i was like i need to figure something out for a weeknight job so i that's when i invented the forbidden bingo concept of giving away sex toys as bingo prizes um there's a few people now trying to rip it off but uh it doesn't ever work because they don't really know all the blueprints behind it it's more than mm -hmm. just giving away sex toys so i do dj i am djing a 19 year old birthday party tonight i'm excited <laughs> about i dj club still um usually all that's on the weekends um yeah. and then i keep the bingo stuff for during the week because there's a lot of administrative and uh, behind the scenes work with it um that's really time consuming but um yeah, that's sort of the whole background of how I started and how I am here now. Yeah, so um, podcasting, of course, is a, um, an audio medium, so you can't see anything for my listeners if you have no idea what Rockstar Aaron looks like. Let me just say it's pink, it's vibrant, it's in your face, and your display photo is a photo of you holding a 69 bingo ball. And actually, June 9th is my birthday, so that always makes me laugh whenever the ball 69 gets called. So I'm like, aha, my birthday. Um, but there's just something so special and magical about what you do and branding, so I'm really appreciative of it. And it's really 
kind of wholesome to know kind of how you've weathered the storm and kept doing this because it, it seems to be something you're not just bingo but DJing and all that seems to be something you're passionate about and then the gigs that you're booking at least in Denver for me it's like oh man I used to go to that bar like four or five times or go to that club like all the time um I was not necessarily a club kid but uh in my 20s I definitely went to a ton of shows around Denver and Denver's got a very small tight-knit scene you're either in or you're out and the venues um, tend to be not necessarily limited because there's live music everywhere because Denver's got a lot of, you know, history. But I found that I was kind of going to the same places and seeing the same people. So when I moved to San Diego, it was kind of eye-opening. I was like, oh, there's a bigger world out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess my next question for you would be, um, like, where do you see yourself going with this? Um, do you see it um, expanding into other states? Has it been in other states? Or what's your focus right now? Yeah, we have um, done bingo in other states. Um, our, our, the most odd one was Kimball, Nebraska. Hmm. That was a little teeny, teeny, tiny town. And this bar called Beer and Loathing booked us for their anniversary. It was, uh, it was, it was interesting to say the least, very interesting, but, um, we did it there. Um, there are so many moving parts to this event. It's hard to do it in other states. Um, it's also hard to, uh, explain the excitement of the event to somebody in another state that's mm-hmm. never seen it or heard of it. So yeah, no, it's too difficult really to move it around um but i'm just still trying to get new players for our thursday online bingo we were uh, only kind of marketing to denver the denver area and then um sometimes people from other cities were um discovered it us on being online and i was like "Uh oh i have people in denver aren't playing as much so i hired a marketing company uh to market it nationwide so that's how we've um gained a lot of people from playing all over yeah. now because you know i mean our the colorado people that play i would say it's only maybe like 30 40 percent of our players mm-hmm. online so it's yeah. really not as much anymore yeah uh, well, I got, I, I guess if I was to backtrack, the person that invited me was someone I played with Charlie Hydes. And then um, I remember playing for the first time with her. She's, I don't, I no longer speak with her, but um, she was part of that bingo that I joined last year through a birthday party of my friends. And then I just started doing that because my husband was deployed all last year. So I was looking for anything that could keep me in the house and somewhat sane and give me a reason to get out of bed. Um, so I was kind of, you know, looking for things and there was, um, there's another, another company called uh, stream ally, which is out of, uh, Wilton Manors, Florida, South Florida, and they did some virtual events. And again, I got served an ad for those. And so whatever ad stream your marketing company did, it, it targeted me for sure. <clears throat> but I was just so grateful for it because, um, 
this is gonna sound weird, but you used to have your po like your, your posters used to be in certain places I would pee in Denver, which is so I'd be sitting there peeing, you know, in a bar, and I would see you, DJ Rockstar Aaron, DJing or bingo or whatever. I would see it all over the place. And so when I realized it was you, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this, I was meant to be in this game. I was meant to be here. Um, something we haven't touched on is that you and I both have something very special in common. We both love trash TV. And when I say trash TV, I mean reality. We're reality fans. Um, and you've actually had some reality um, uh, celebrities play the game, correct? Yeah. Um, Mama June, um, she's been a longtime friend of mine and she uh, likes bingo and uh, she's she played it quite a bit in the beginning. And we had um, Carol Baskin from Tiger King and <laughs> um, Ariana Grande has played. <laughs> she, she's been playing quite a bit. Yeah, I can't ever me. say when or anything because she's one of those that will not turn on her camera. But um, yeah, she still plays. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy when she does because um, she takes very good care of us. But um, yeah, uh, and we do have a. I'm working on some other celebrity guest in the next like couple of weeks. I had somebody planned for next week and it fell through at the very last minute that's why i was like oh i can't announce it yet and then sure enough right as i was ready to get the artwork made it was canceled so um i yeah i'm working on working on some more celebrities um because basically when when this pandemic hit i just um was contacting every person of note that i know and i was just like like my friend's real big fish i was like uh can you guys play bingo <laughs> please um uh, it would be great if you could play bingo with us. Uh, so yeah, and Amanda Lepore, she mm -hmm. we've had her multiple she's times, wonderful. and she's good eye candy. Yeah, and yeah. For for anyone who's listening to this, um, of of my listeners who are like, gosh, you put this ad in every week. That's not really an ad. Um, let me just kind of you know walk you through just some of the aspects because because Aaron's correct there's a ton of moving parts um there is an MC his name's Rich on the virtual one he's a hoot I love him there's Curtis who is a go-go dancer and one of your longtime friends both Rich and Curtis correct longtime friends yeah Rich has been hosting since we started which was at Maloney's Tavern oh we started God. with another MC and um that mc was just kind of cringy it just didn't get the vibe and rich used to host a bingo at charlie's and every now and then i'd go there um for his bingo and he was very very good and i was like why isn't he doing more of these and uh then i guess he stopped doing it and at the time i launched forbidden bingo um i was like okay you want to come and be a part of this thing so um that's kind of how i discovered him and then curtis is from vegas he uh dances at piranha the club i dj at and uh <laughs> i always like to do things and not tell rich so he's just utterly surprised so when curtis came on the first night rich is like um are we being invaded or something 
there's somebody dancing. And so that was really funny. And actually, um, the night Ariana Grande was on and turned on her camera, um, Rich had no no idea. Even when I told him, he didn't even believe me or th think twice about it. Even when Mama June was on, he's like, wait a second, is that? <laughs> no. Is that? And so it just makes good for, for good entertainment when I just kind of hide things from him sometimes. Yeah. Well, I love that. Um, and you know, you said Maloney's rip Maloney's, uh, that was one of the first bars I ever went to in Denver when I was of legal age. And I remember your feet would stick to the carpet. And one time they did a, like a, a sand party and oh, then it yeah. just was never the same. <laughs> and is, is it still sitting vacant? I mean, like, has anyone bought it? Like, it's just, it's such a big space in downtown Denver. For my listeners, if you don't know Denver, um, just know that it's very old timey Western in like the downtown portion and the downtown's a true downtown. It has a, a I love to, I love to describe Denver, Denver as a little big town where um, everyone kind of, you go to a bar a couple of times and then you just know everyone there. Um, it's been, uh, it's always going to be a place I, I love and, and I will always miss because I'm from Colorado mostly, most of my life, but man, I, I, I get homesick when I play. Cause it's just like, Oh, I miss my, I miss my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're what, what's there. They got evicted. Yeah. They actually told me they were going to, they were going to be closed the next week because they were going to, um, clean the uh floor or they were going to redo the floors every time a bar a bar is going to tell um its staff they're going to be redoing the floors it means they're going to be shutting down in the middle of the night so they told me that and then um my rep at the local paper told me or i asked him i said have you heard anything about maloney's closing they said oh or about what's going on with maloney's he said yeah they're closing down um <laughs> they said they haven't told anybody yet they just told us to stop running ads i was like oh okay great and i literally went and found us a new venue and went and got all of our set and then just left I was oh like, oh, thanks. And then the, yeah, they closed down the next week. I guess they had to keep it a big secret because they were about to get evicted. So if the owners found out, they would have like locked them out. Oh yeah. With, with our bingo stuff inside. So um, yeah, these, a lot of these bars and stuff are real shady. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. And you know, like that's, that's been a common theme. Um, my friend, Nicole Hallowell, who's been a podcast guest uh, is also a prolific drag queen down in Southern Florida. And she has said the same thing where um, talent right now, they're still paying pandemic prices, um, you know, inevitably at the time of recording this, which is, you know, Friday before this comes out next Wednesday, this Wednesday, and we can be hearing it. Um, it uh, it's, it's just been interesting kind of watching just the way that bars have been handling talent and bookings and all of that. Have you noticed anything like that where you're just not being paid what you would have normally been paid? No, not me. I'm kind of on a certain level where there's not a hundred of me out there. And so the, the event is unique. And then my DJ sets I, I i have like a contract and all that stuff so i don't really ever get screwed over um but i i just get the only time i get screwed over is when um because i've been in denver a while people always ask me hey do you happen to know a drag queen that could sing live or do you know um a drag queen that can um 
come do a pride event for us or do you know a singer uh or do you know mm -hmm. some guy in a band that might be needing a gig or something so i'll refer people out to a lot of gigs and stuff and then i never get s said oh thank you so much i never get any never get thanked for any of that that's the only screwed overs i ever get but i really don't care it's it's all about networking and at the end of the day um somebody's gonna refer me to something one day and it'll be great and spectacular but um yeah as far as like that's about in the showbiz industry any yeah. kind of screwed over i get but i really don't um get screwed over out of pay or any of that and there's always like even running a successful event there's always little things that happen like you know people are turned away at the door because we can't fit them in or somebody's mad because their bingo cards didn't get sent to them because they played 10 times and never tipped and um they're upset and so yeah i always have to deal with stuff but it's never i never get screwed over i'm not that kind of a person that lets myself get screwed over well, yeah. well you're also very kind like i would say you just have been in the game long enough that you know that kindness goes a long way but i'm the same way as you as a podcaster as a content creator and as a former marketer still marketer uh, you know, when I give someone a referral, I'm like, can you just thank me? Like, it's not that hard I know, to say thank well, you. Well, there's such a sense of entitlement these days. Like, I, yeah, it just all kind of started piling up lately. I'm like, wait, I referred this person. They got this gig. I referred this person. That they got a gig. I refer. And I'm like, none of these people are saying thank you. I'm so confused. Is this not like literally? I was DJing the wedding circuit for quite some time, up until just a few months ago. I stopped, and um, I would always refer vendors to other people and. I was getting very little referrals back. I'm like, this is weird. I just assumed that, you know, if you worked with a venue mm -hmm. or a vendor in some capacity and they were awesome, you would tell your future people you're working with, oh, check these people out. I mean, I know everybody's trying to get that deposit and sign contract, but yeah, it's just interesting to me. I just always thought it was like, and I would pay if somebody would refer me to a wedding or something, I would give them, uh, a bonus i would give them cash they mm -hmm. wouldn't even have to ask i, would, I just here's a little cash and a thank you card i always would do that but i guess times have changed times have changed but it's i i don't know maybe it's a denver thing because i feel like no everybody's no, just so self-important true these days true and, um, well i hope everything. yeah the last question i have for you before i know you have to hop off and dj and also you booked yourself so many times you're so popular but i'm just so grateful we're friends um the last question i had for you was just a tap on your love of cindy lopper can you elaborate oh yeah she's my queen she's going live on instagram in a few minutes but i can't watch it so oh, no. i don't even know what it's about but um yeah she's my queen i've seen her in concert i've dj'd for her um she's the best yeah i love her so much as she was one of the first cds i ever had um my, and my dad would play it in his car all the time and i just love her love her love her i still need to get a record of hers i don't have one yet so i will i keep willing it into the existence that i'll get one but i know you are busy and making money and so i won't leave you any longer but how can people get in touch with you um, well, if you want to sign up and play with us for Forbidden Bingo online party, go to ForbiddenBingo.com. If you'd like to check out where my gigs are, go to RockstarAaron.com. It's all listed on my website. And um, yeah, feel free to 
like us on Facebook and Instagram at Forbidden Bingo or at DJ Rockstar Aaron. Yeah. And so to my listeners, this is, of course, please don't kick me out. Thank you so much, Aaron, for taking the time to spend with me on the podcast. Again, go to ForbiddenBingo.com if you want to play. Um, it is at 4 p.m. Hawaii time. Uh, I, 7 p.m. Central, yep, yep. 8 p.m. Mountain, yep. 9 p.m. Central, <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern. Yes, yes. And I'm bad at time zones. But thank you so much again, hun. And uh, I hope that we can gain some more followers for this because it is such a magical experience. I hope so, too. All right. Have a great weekend, my friend. Okay, you too. Thank you. Right, bye. bye. Oh my goodness, I am so excited to announce that of merch, it is my 90s fantasy, and I just have to say thank you to my friend, dear, dear friend, Lara, who is the second guest ever of my podcast. We just celebrated one year of the podcast. We now have a lovely website. She helped me help computer, uh, and uh, so if you want to live your 90s fantasy, we've got mugs, we've got blankets, we've got fanny packs, we're, we're working on a denim jacket. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So go to please don't kick me slash shop and buy some merch, y'all. Hey, listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter pdkmo at checkout to receive 15% off your order. Hey weirdos, I want to share something with you I've been doing for a couple of months now. It is called Forbidden Bingo with my friend, DJ Rockstar Aaron. We are both from Denver. Uh, Great human. Something that they put on virtually out of the kindness of their heart every week. And I'm just going to start by saying it's 18 plus, just so you know. Um, but it's Forbidden Bingo. Forbidden Bingo is so much fun. You can play it in person if you live in Colorado or if it plays other places, or you can play it virtually online every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm bad at time zones. But you know what? Just go to ForbiddenBingo.com, grab your tickets, and tell DJ Rockstar Aaron and Rich and all the other people that are playing that I sent you. That's ForbiddenBingo.com and unofficially, officially sponsors this podcast. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories and going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at p. D-K-M-O podcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support and I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.